How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Goligoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Speed for it, cheer for uh, kind of like it. On the right wing side, here is Defoley. Shoots, he scores! Battling through it, finally. No sense bitching, right? This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. It has finally happened, the Los Angeles Kings. I mean, it took us a while, but we have gotten here, everybody. The Kings have finally won a game in regulation. It's been a long time since they've done that, since apparently April 7th of this year. (laughs) So many months ago. It's a lot of months ago. Apparently it's 17 games since they've won in regulation. Uh, But yes, almost a year. What feels like a lifetime. <laughs> right? it, it feels like it. I mean, I know there was an off season in there and everything, but still they went the entire month of October without winning a game in regulation. At least they won some games, but geez. And come honestly, on, also, they finally scored uh, some goals because last week my plaintive, plaintive request to the Kings was to score a goal. Maybe a few of them. Yeah. And it wasn't looking so hot in their first game where they once again <laughs> got shut out. And I was afraid that we had uh, done the bedazzled thing again and uh, like jinxed ourselves into not getting what we wanted. Yeah, that was scary. Mostly because then it was like there was a sort of preemptive tweet from John Rosen where it was like the Kings need to score a goal in the third period against the Ducks otherwise they will tie a record like it had what like 1969 I think was the last time they had gotten shut out three games in a row um and then they went and tied it because of course they did (laughs) because I now I no longer have to talk about uh, a couple seasons ago where they got shut out three times in like a week actually I can just talk about the time they got shut out three (laughs) times in a row now so that's fun. Always good to update the yeah, references. I, I love having that be a more recent thing. Shut out in like three games in <laughs> yeah. a row. That's lovely. They went three games without scoring a goal. I like can't stop saying it because it's absurd. It's ridiculous. And I can't believe that that's consistently something that as Kings fans we have to not even worry about, but just know is likely. <laughs> that at some point... The team will just stop scoring, and we'll just go through a bout where we have to deal with this fact, and they'll probably be shut out one or a couple times in a row, maybe three in, in you know quick succession. If we're really unlucky, it's just natural for the Kings in this era at this point. Yeah, it is kind of strange that like we go through such scoring droughts that this is just what us as fans have come to expect. Although I will say that the shutout thing is a little bit extreme. Usually we're like, oh, cool. One goal. That's just what we expected. (laughs) But uh, for no one to be doing anything was extremely frustrating. Yeah, I think especially because, I mean, they lost 4 nothing to Anaheim, so that's not, like, anybody's best game. But, like, some of the other games, like, it was the 1-0 loss, and, like, for the most part, Peter Budai had been decent. Like, the Anaheim game, nobody shined in. (laughs) But um, for the most part, it was okay. And... So it was disheartening when it was like, all right, I guess we're just going to be here for a while. But then that turned out not to be true because they played actually um, really well against the Pittsburgh Penguins, who, of course, defending champions. And um, they won in overtime. Um, Sidney Crosby scored two goals, as Sidney Crosby does. Here's the thing that 
I am not tired of, but I feel like the last time the Penguins were playing against the Kings, Sidney Crosby scored on like a crazy deflection. <laughs> and then he did it again. So don't let him anywhere near the net <laughs> like that. Apparently he knows that's the way to score. Well, at least uh, it wasn't like he scored some pretty weird ones against the Sharks, too. So apparently he is just really good at scoring odd uh non-high like just weird goals not like super fancy highlight real goals but just like odd ones uh in california so i'd like to see him do that against anaheim so that they're not left out (laughs) so i do appreciate that the penguins lost to the kings but beat the rest of california so at least the kings you know had a little bit of an advantage there and now actually the kings i believe are tied in standings points with the sharks so if they just won a few more, like right now, technically they're in a wild card spot, but they're, you know, right there able to get into that top three for the Pacific Division. So even though they have struggled in very bizarre ways to start this season, they are by no means suffering greatly. Yeah, it, not yet. Def- it's not like a doomsday scenario quite yet. We wish we could, they could be better, but mm-hmm. they're currently six wins, six losses. You know, breaking even, it's yeah. fine. Still plenty of time in the season. Right, and everybody is is reachable. Even the team that has the most points in the Pacific Division, the Edmonton Oilers, are at 19. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help but laugh. (laughs) Yeah, that's the bizarre world that we live in right now, and it does seem like, I don't don't know. I don't know what to make of the Oilers. It's kind of wild, (laughs) but they're happening for the moment, and we'll see if that continues. Um, But back to the Kings, who not only did they score more than one goal, they technically scored eight goals. They won 5-0 against Calgary, who are terrible, um, which is really great. And Peter Ruda got a shutout. How nice for him. On top of that, to make already having that many goals really great, it was all, they were all scored by people who you wouldn't necessarily expect to score those. Yeah, it's been a a couple of games of weird scoring. So, like, in uh, the Calgary, well, Jeff Carter scored a goal. That's to be expected. Yeah. Jeff Carter had a baby, by the he, way. His wife had a baby. <laughs> I mean, like, so there was a little Carter in the world, and not just Tyler Jones. And not right? named uh, Carter, except for the last name. His first name isn't yeah. Carter. Like, all other hockey players seem to like to name their kids. First name Carter. <laughs> right. They didn't name him Carter Jeffrey Carter. Oh, God, that would be so funny. <laughs> but his middle name is Jeffrey, and his first name does still begin with a C. So... Close oh, enough. Well, cards. Congrats to Jeff Carter and Megan for their little bundle of joy. Another King's baby. But anyway, yeah. So Jeff Carter scored his dad goal. Everything else was kind of weird. Devin Setaguchi. Yeah. Two goal scorer in one game for the Los Angeles Kings. Pretty good. It went from just like wondering when that guy was ever going <laughs> to score to suddenly two in a game. I'm not mad at it. Congratulations. Also, I liked that they were both assisted by Dustin Brown. I like when Dustin Brown is doing good things. Yeah. Um, so it looks like his game is picking up a little bit more as well. So that is another added bonus mm-hmm. to those two goals. It seems like he has a little bit of chemistry with Nick Dowd also, which is fun to watch because in general, I think Nick Dowd has done a pretty good job um, playing with the Kings so far. And I want to see that continue as well. He also scored a couple of goals, including a really just very neat <laughs> overtime goal against the Penguins. That that's was a pretty, that's got to be a pretty good goal for him. Like, a young guy is still trying to, like, find his legs in the NHL and scoring an overtime winning goal against the reigning Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, that's not a bad night. For Way to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for him and in general just, like, how he's fitting in 
with the team and stuff. So so that's positive. Like that is one of the upside, even though we made the mistake of not being specific in what we wanted from seeing guys from the rain, at least so far Nick Dowd is coming yes, through exactly. in a way that we enjoy. Um, another person that I'm very happy about is Trevor Lewis, who broke the Kings yeah. scoring drought as only Trevor Lewis could. Uh, and then went ahead and scored another goal uh, in the following game because he's on fire. I apparently. have to take a moment to just give a shout out to the Twitter user. I think his name is, what is it, Draven? I am sorry. I'm not, it's not in front of me. But there was a person on Twitter who said just uh, kind of out of nowhere to us that he was feeling that Trevor Lewis in the second period <laughs> was going to end the Kings scoring drought. And somehow... It happened exactly like that. Trevor Lewis in the second period ends the Kings scoring drought, prevents them from being shut out four games in a row. Uh, wow. <laughs> Who could have thought? Who would have thought? I thought it was just kind of fun that anyone exactly. would think to put this all on Trevor Lewis's like, shoulders. He's our guy. But he is he the savior. The guy. He was the guy that did it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Amazing work by uh, Trevor. Because honestly, anytime <laughs> you would think that a team needs to like get their game going or something like that, it's going to be like a weird Drew Doughty slap shot or Andre Kopitar like making things happen. But instead, it's Trevor Lewis going to the net, working yeah, hard. It's... Our boy. Right. Instead, it was, it was America, America who came to the rescue. Trevor Lewis was there when yes. we needed He's him. He's always there when we need him. And then in the following game, like, of course, Trevor Lewis scored again, which you mentioned, but Kyle Clifford scored as well. So now we just live after complaining, particularly me, after complaining <laughs> about the Kings' bottom six. Suddenly, Kyle Clifford and Trevor Lewis can score goals. They've all come to life now. <laughs> yeah. All My of head them. is spinning. I don't know how to Matt, do Matt Green. Yeah. Let's, let's start that. He scored a goal. <laughs> right. Just a bomb from the point, you know, like you do, I guess, when you're Matt uh, Green. Think, uh, speaking of Matt Green, since he's, you know, we haven't seen him play for a while, I just like to recall that one gif of him from two seasons ago where he scored a goal. It was, yeah. Where he scored a goal and had the most, like, incredulous face uh, <laughs> yeah. when scoring it. That was Probably great. Probably the most perfect Matt Green reaction game yeah. ever for the rest of time. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good one. So yeah, he scored again. Uh, pretty amazing. I can't believe the things that have happened in these couple of games. So yeah, the guys that you don't expect to bring the Kings along in the scoring, especially not um, after last season necessarily. Like They're making stuff happen right now when the Kings need them, and that's really great. Hopefully they can keep it up. Yeah, or be an example for the top line guys (laughs) to score more goals, I guess, is is the life we're living. They got to show Andre Kopitar the way he needs to play. (laughs) Oh, God, if, like, at practice the next day, Trevor Lewis comes sidling up being like, so I have some tips for you. (laughs) Uh, although not for a lack of trying on the part of like Kopitar and Tyler yeah. Toffoli like is vibing so hard but um, is having some trouble putting the puck in the net right now and hopefully that changes for both of those guys because like again like they're trying really hard and obviously they are guys that the Kings rely on to make the points happen <laughs> um, so hopefully they get back into form that way 
quick note, since we were talking about Matt Green and also Dustin Brown, a couple of milestones for them coming up. Dustin Brown, in four games, will hit 900 games played in the NHL, which is incredible. Um, and Matt Green, coming up on 600 games played. Of course, he's missed a lot of time due to injury, but still, 600 games. That's amazing. I love that those 900 games that Brown will be playing have all been with the Kings. Yes, me too. That's very lovely. Um, I'm, I, it's not strange. I don't know, bittersweet um, having him come up on a milestone like this when he's not captain anymore. It's like his first milestone now that he's yeah. no longer captain. It's like, oh, That's congratulations, weird. random Kings player Dustin no. Brown for your 900th goal, <laughs> not like Captain Dustin Brown. Random Kings player Dustin Brown. That makes me so sad. Oh, man. He's still captain in my heart. No disrespect to Andre Kopitar, but obviously on. we have so much respect for Andre Kopitar. But yeah, the it's still still a bummer. Yeah, I feel like such a sap in this way where I'm like, can't they just be co-captains? Like, <laughs> please don't disrespect either of them. I don't know. I don't know why this is like bothering me so much emotionally, but it does still. I'm sorry. We've got more time in the season to maybe get over it or, you know, figure out what's going on with our feelings. I mean, maybe, because when I see Tom Gilbert skating around, I'm still like, oh, it's Justin Williams, and it's super not. (laughs) And then Tom Gilbert, actually, it turns out, completely disgraced Justin Williams and got suspended for three games. So, I don't know. It's a bizarre world that I'm living in. But yeah, suspended three games for his hit on Nick Ritchie, Mm -hmm. who he hit in the head. Uh, But that is unfortunate because the Kings had, of course, have suffered a lot of injuries and stuff to start the season. And so it was like, great, now there's another person gone. But they fared pretty well the last couple of games. Hopefully they win their next game and then it will be like, oh, it was fine. Now he's back. No worries. Except for the fact that he shouldn't have hit dude in the head. That's still bad. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Learn from that mistake. It happens, I guess. We'll move on. But yeah, everyone needs to stop getting injured and or suspended uh, because the Kings are having too many like th- throwing all their players in the air and seeing what sticks. Right, um, right. Like, cause I never, like at this point we never really know what the lineup's going to be, mm-hmm. be it yeah. from injury or suspension or something weird. It's uh, but a- one person that is coming back, Jeff Zatkoff. Yeah, true. So a return <laughs> back in action, Jeff Zatkoff. Um, so Cam looks like Campbell's going back to the rain. Most likely. And that's really good. I mean, he says, okay, so here's the quote from him. It says, uh, I felt really good. First full day, no pain, nothing. I feel like I'm 100% ready to go. So real positive. I'm hoping that they're not pushing him, that he's not pushing himself. And I mean, obviously, Peter Budai did well enough to shut out Calgary. So it's not like he's, you know, Al Montoya-ing it. Um, right, right. But it'll be good to have Zakoff back. I feel safer. Two things. <laughs> Jeff Zakoff was like, how many reassurances are in that one sentence? <laughs> like, there's so many. <laughs> I feel good. I feel 100%. I'm really awesome. I'm stupendous. I'm super, no pain. I'm just fine. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. My groin is great. <laughs> That's so much reassurance. I'm glad that he's feeling really great, and um, I hope that holds true. Um, Also, the shade that you threw at Al Montoya. First of all, insane. Let's just skip to that for a second. The Blue Jackets 
<laughs> shutting out the Montreal Canadiens. 10 nothing. What an amazing thing to witness and an unbelievable thing to have happen. <laughs> I can't and believe I, it. I, that's, that's phenomenal to me. Like, it started off as a pretty insignificant 3-0 game yeah. in the first period and then just flew wide open. I didn't even – so I missed the whole first period of that game, but I have some of the players, the Blue Jackets players, like, alerts on the score or whatever. So I got an alert for – uh, Wierenski's assist, and I think the score at that point was just 5-0. And even that, I was like, wow, that's pretty lopsided. Um, and then I think Brandon Saad scored or something, and it was like the 6-0-1, and I was like, oh, this is going to continue. And then by the end of the second period, it was 8 nothing, and I was like, it's only the second period? <laughs> How is this happening? It also made me feel less bad about the Kings being shut out the way that they were shut out because I was like, you know what? At least it wasn't like it tied a record, but they didn't set a record. <laughs> so that was nice. Also, I just like, I guess, that Montoya was in net for all 10 goals. Oh, my God. Never. I mean, the whole reason he was in there was to, you know, give Price a break and all of that, but... uh yeah, the fact that he was just in there for all 10 goals is kind of hilarious. I did like the random cuts to Carey Price standing in the tunnel. So, like, half <laughs> covered in shadow <laughs> and suffering, <laughs> just watching this happen to his team. Just being like, I want to rest, but also this hurts. <laughs> yeah. But I gotta stand here and watch this happen. I think eventually he did just give up, but it was just funny every time they cut to him, like, just shrouded in darkness. Like, he's trying to protect his body from hurting, but his his soul, his mind, his body is hurting even more. And he's just, like, in the shadows debating, like, which one's going to be worse. (laughs) I just wanted them to, every time they cut to him, play the, like, hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) Every single time. It would have been so good. Uh, I also love that picture of, uh, like, one of the refs just giving Montoya just, like, a little pat on the back. Oh, yeah. Um, Because after his eighth goal allowed, because you need one. Good job to Montoya for sticking it out. I mean, like, I know that's his job, but I also feel like if that kind of thing happened to me, you don't really know how you're going to react. That's a bad day at work. (laughs) It's a pretty bad day at work. I'm surprised that no one got a hat trick, though. Yeah, me too. One person, uh, Wenberg, had four points, yes. but no hat tricks. That was kind of surprising. So, but also par- amazing that that many different people <laughs> could score goals. Like it was just yeah. each of the forwards. So only four forwards scored two goals apiece. <laughs> that is which wild. Is hilarious. And then uh, two defensemen scored a goal. Uh, but that's pretty great. Like, looking at that score sheet is so funny to me. Yeah, that, yeah, that was insane. And apparently it hasn't happened. Like, a 10 nothing shutout like that hasn't happened since 1996. So it's been 20 years. What a, what a thing to revive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that they want to revive that, but here we are. <sighs> Rough times. But that was fun. So at least um, no Kings goaltenders have had that much trouble in a game. One thing, though. So Wenberg, the one who scored four points, yes. was on the ice for 13 minutes and 43 seconds. Uh, one, two, the third lowest amount of time 
for Florence. Oh, oh, and so much damage that he and did. So much. He's done so much in that <laughs> that small amount of time. Uh, so that was pretty great. I I saw that the Blue Jackets because of that one game went from the twenty something in the ranking of like goal differential or goal scored or whatever, and like <laughs> jumped to tenth. Just an insane night, <laughs> and just threw off so many stats. Uh, things like this are so funny. Uh, yeah, that's why I enjoy hockey. <laughs> yes. Um, to continue some kind of weird nonsense, actually, to jump back, I'm sorry. Like this whole episode of us talking is very messy, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, okay, so jumping back to Nick Dowd, really quick. Um, he is kind of bizarre. I meant to mention this earlier. <laughs> He's kind of a weirdo. It was noticed both first by um, Stephanie, my regular face, who does all the gifts, made a gift of this. But then also the kings like had also noticed it and posted their own gift. He likes to. I think what he is doing is like rinsing off his mouth guard, and then he puts it in his mouth or whatever. But. Instead of just, like, wiping off the area, he blows the water so that it falls onto the ice. But it's very meticulous. And not just, like, he did it this one time. He apparently does this fairly regularly. <laughs> I think it's entertaining to him, maybe. I don't know. I don't, uh, sometimes there's, like, a little hop after. I find it very <laughs> fascinating. This yeah, he gets real... Routine. His eyes get really intense as he's blowing the water off of... <laughs> the like rail onto the ice um and and then it it like kind of also made me like look into myself i'm like what weird rituals do i have that i don't notice are weird that i do every day like while getting ready or like doing my makeup or something that (laughs) from like an outsider looking in they're like the hell are you doing but i also like that nobody on the bench or anything seems to notice that he's doing this like it really is just like people watching on tv who are like, let's give this weird moment. Nobody next to him is like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, can you only imagine all of the weird superstitions that people have? Like, yeah, yeah. you know, every once in a while, people will talk about the superstitions that they have during the game. And, you know, everyone has their weird tics and foibles. And I'm sure all these people have, you know, seen it throughout all of the practices and stuff. And, like, maybe at one point have been like, so what's up with this little water blowing business? <laughs> right. Um. And now that they have, like, their answer, presumably, they're like, all right, cool, over it. Carry and on. it's just yeah. another day on the bench with Nick Dowd. Meanwhile, everyone at home is just, like, marveling as to what's going on. Right, <laughs> right. Why blowing the water? I don't know. What a strange thing to do. But it's kind of endearing. Keep on, Nick Dowd. Keep on. <laughs> I mean, if he's going to score overtime winners against the Pittsburgh Penguins, then by all means, let me dump some water on that rail and you can blow it off to your heart's content. Right, right. If it works, fine. A little tidbit, I guess, is we didn't even get a chance really to complain about it because I think maybe it was announced right after we recorded, but we did yeah. wonder aloud about where Rob Scuderi was. <laughs> um, anyway, so Rob Scuderi was recalled and that was horrifying. Um, but then he was set right back down, and it turns out it was just a trick, a paper move, something to keep us on our toes, um, because they move, uh, they moved Jonathan Quick to LTIR, I believe, and, um, so yeah, it was just try to help maximize the benefits of that, says John Rosen, and basically, still now we are left wondering what happened to Rob Scuderi. 
Where is he? What's he doing? How's he? I don't know. Last days? time we said that, we we're like, oh, please don't call up Rob Scuderi. I wonder what he's doing because he is technically sent down but has been playing. And then we got that fake out. And when I saw that, I was like, oh no. What did he do? <laughs> we summoned him. <laughs> do we summoned him? Don't ask about him. Just let him just let him be Carrie Price and disappear into the shadows. <laughs> right. Like throw him back down there. Um so while I do while I am curious, I'm not that curious in that I don't want to hear anything more about him. Right, yeah. Now now we do need to be very particular about how we word this. What is Rob Scuderi doing in his off time not skating or playing with the Los Angeles Kings? <laughs> exactly. That will not change after we find out what he is doing currently off the ice. <laughs> Let's just be so careful. He doesn't need to join the team. Pretty much. But yeah, so that was a, a scary moment for us. I think that's most of what we have so far for the Kings. Like, basically, I'm just happy that they are winning some games again, and also that they won one in regulation. Hopefully they can get another one in regulation. That would be so nice. Please. Well, I mean, next week, they're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs, and the Canadians, so if Al Montoya wants to come back, try again. Give the, give the Kings ten goals. That'd be right. fine by me. <laughs> And the Senators, so a little Canadian road trip for them. I hope that they do just brutalize all of those teams, honestly. But I dislike the Toronto Maple Leafs so much that I would get very particular enjoyment out of that. Um, Though part of me is also sad that I will not be at that game so I can watch Austin Matthews play. It's a tough life I lead <laughs> right now. Hopefully they win in Toronto, even though they haven't won in Toronto for the past two years. That is, yeah, that, I'm kind of surprised by that, too. I guess mostly because I just don't think about the Maple Leafs like that. Um, yeah. I did remember that they haven't won in Buffalo in some insane amount of time that makes no sense. And it feels like they should have the last couple seasons, but something weird happens and they don't. <laughs> just both times. Um, it's always some weird fluky thing that happens yeah yeah so hopefully whenever they make it to buffalo that will change um and they should win in toronto as well just because i like denying toronto happiness uh but that's a personal thing (laughs) do you want to talk about an ex-torontoan really quick Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's segue. Probably just, I mean, in general, Phil Kessel has had such an amazing 2016. Really I, technically, he was part of the Penguins that started before the year, the calendar year 2016, but he continued to be on that team and doing really well. He won the Stanley Cup. He just absolutely ethered USA Hockey with that tweet this summer. And tonight, we're recording this on Monday night, the eve of the election. Phil Kessel posts just the most casual photo of himself on the couch. Wearing... By, by, mo- by most casual, you mean someone told him to sit down and act casual, <laughs> and he stiffly puts his arms up. <laughs> his arms spread out to the side. No smile. He has no time for that. But he's got a custom shirt that says Phil. And you know he's, like, classy, too, because he didn't add the exclamation point. He didn't go full jeb. Just Phil. <laughs> Just fell. <laughs> yeah. With his Twitter description, uh, nice guy, tries hard, loves the game. It's his, like, presidential campaign shirt. And so, you know, he's got a hashtag. He put PK2017. He's not trying to step on anybody's toes here. <laughs> but apparently, Phil just wants to take <laughs> office randomly next year. It's fine. Yeah, I, I'm not sure he knows how uh, American politics works there. <laughs> right. 
That's a little, a little off. It's such a good photo. What? Okay, bro. It's such a good shirt. I want that shirt. I love it. And it's just out of nowhere. I like that all of us, like, A, I like that Phil Kessel posts to Twitter again, but in the most unexpected ways. Like, he basically waits until people aren't thinking about Phil Kessel's tweets, and then he just comes with some ridiculous gem. <laughs> it's so good. His Twitter game is definitely excellent right now. Yeah, so that was very nice. Love that ex-Toronto happiness happening <laughs> for Phil Kessel. <laughs> Just continue this victory lap for the rest of the calendar year. Uh, hit us with, like, one more fire tweet on December 31st. <laughs> just yes. to send us out, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, if he just has, like, some spectacular New Year's Eve party that he's at. Come on, Phil, I believe in you. He should, like, end 2016 eating a hot dog on Twitter. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably even better than I can fathom. But I just hope he does He's it. probably got something up his sleeve. Oh, anyway. So I think that's I think that's basically it. I don't know. Are there other things you want to talk about? Oh, there was one more random thing. And that is that apparently this week, Alexander Steen has been on the cusp of scoring his 200th goal in the NHL. And it has been taken away from him, not once, but twice. So really bad luck if you're him just trying to get a goal. How many goals does he have to score before he gets to 200? (laughs) Three of them, apparently. (laughs) Hopefully. We'll see. Maybe they'll take it away again and be like, your goalie scored it. It wasn't you. Yeah. (laughs) That's so rough. Uh, But eventually he'll get there, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But it's taken a while. Um, oh, Vegas Hockey is officially going to get a name this month, November 22nd. They are announcing the team name and the logo. I have not really paid any attention to the names that they've tried to throw out there to kind of keep people confused. Uh, but I think they should just name the team the Knights and be done with it. Just Las Vegas Knights. Let's go. Let's be done. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm... The suspense is not killing me. The suspense is annoying me, and I want the name to be given to me, and I can move on. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't. I don't want a random color in there. Like, if for a while it was like Las Vegas Black Knights, and I'm like, that's that's too much. Why are you doing that to me? Um, just Knights is fine, or something totally different. I don't know, but yeah. Eventually, we will have it. It's coming this month, everyone. I'm sorry, because you said Black Knights, and then I was like, that's weird. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> they would be like the blue jackets. Why don't they just yeah. be the red sweaters? And then I just remembered the whole like two days of Ken Bone and oh no, <laughs> and that was it. That was me laughing at myself just now. Oh no, the red and sweaters. And then that picture and their of, logo was Ken Bone. <laughs> yeah, and that picture of was it Austin? Who wait? Who dressed up as Ken Bone? Um, it was Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. I think somebody yeah. else did too, but Austin Matthews definitely did. Yeah. So then that picture was in my head. Uh, and this is all happening in the span of, like, two seconds. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a very active So it's just, like, very overwhelmed, and it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, are there any other teams that you've watched or anything this season so far that are interesting to you, surprising, just a mess, anything? I've been just too worried about the Kings being a mess at this point, That's I think. Fair. What about um, you? I have been watching the oh that's what I was going to talk about like now it's not really relevant anymore because they're winning but um I tweeted kind of jokingly that maybe we would just talk about teams that we cheat on the Kings with (laughs) um 
So I think we've talked both a little bit about it. Like you talked about liking to watch the Dallas Stars, even mm-hmm. though they're, they've been going through some weird stuff. Are there other teams that you like to watch when you're like, I need a break from the Kings? <laughs> I need to stop stressing out about them. Um, I like to watch. I like to watch the Florida Panthers, and I don't know why. Um, I don't have any reason for it. I think it's because they're just so middle of the road for me in terms of like anything that I like or hate about them Right. that I just feel nice watching a game and not caring. (laughs) No, that's fair. You know, so like the and and New Jersey, I think we've talked about before the devils I'm kind of caring about mostly for Taylor Hall. Also understandable. And he's like been doing pretty well, I think so far, right? Yeah. He hasn't been doing too bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to watch the Tampa Bay Lightning. I find them very exciting. I am in love with Nikita Kucherov. So they're my, like, team that plays differently from the Kings, or at least I feel like they play differently a lot more faster paced. They focus on the speed. Um, they have some uh, different types of scores in guys like Sam Coase and Pala and Victor Hedman, amazing defensemen. So they're, like, my, my Eastern team that I that I am invested in a team that I like to watch because they're just a mess and it's consistent and soothing are the Calgary Flames they're just (laughs) so bad and I just love Johnny Gaudreau so much but his team is garbage and I just like that some things are consistent and also that I don't have to care about them (laughs) so it's like that like soothing trash that you just have on to feel good about Things being dependable. <laughs> I, I like guess. waiting for the Sean Monahan, like boring but maybe interesting quotes. <laughs> right, right. You know, like those are always nice too. And also, I realize another reason that I like the Devils is because my love Bo Bennett's on him on it now. Oh, right, right. Forward and he's actually playing games and not injured, so that's always nice. Um, speaking of Sean Monahan being boring. So the Flames for Halloween did this video about trying to scare the players. And the first, there were like, it was like a two-part thing. So the first part was they put this like fake spider or something in a cooler. And every time the players went into it, like some of them would freak out. Some of them didn't. But Johnny Gaudreau, like, like he straight up has said he hates scary movies. He's just very jumpy. And he literally jumps. He has to, like, leave the room after jumping <laughs> about being scared by this thing. But then the second part of it was they tried to get players to scare other players. And the first person that got scared was Sean Monaghan. Um, Lance Bomo put on a mask. And so as Sean Monaghan is saying, like, yeah, I don't really do good with, like, people in masks. That freaks me out. Lance Bomo, like, scares him. And he jumps and stuff. But what, afterwards, what he's talking about, he's like, who is this? Is it Booms? Like, oh. And he says, oh, he got me. Like, in the most monotone <laughs> way possible. Not scared at all. He's just like, oh, he got me. Oh. Um, but he swears he's scared. Oh, um, that's scary. Yeah. Oh, no. So, just a full-on stereotype of him. <laughs> when talking about an extreme emotion, of course, it just goes <laughs> yeah. straight sociopath emotionless. <laughs> right. All right. Well, might as well wrap it up. Looking forward to the Kings playing a bunch of Canadian teams, I guess, this week. Hopefully they'll get some more regulation wins. Uh, we'll see a Tyler Toffoli goal, a yes. Andre Kopitar goal, maybe. Um, I would like to keep up with the depth scoring. Why not? Everybody score a goal. <laughs> Let's go. Um, 
10 yeah, goals I'm... against the Canadians, even if Price is in net. Do it. <laughs> 10 goals for the Kings. Let's be specific about Yeah. This. Oh, no. <laughs> 10 Let's goals. Not have them allow 10 goals. <laughs> 10 goals for the Kings. Man, I never give me a genie because <laughs> I would mess that up so bad. That's what we were hoping for this week. Um, and we will catch you guys next week. As usual, you know where to find us, thanksbud.com, Twitter slash thanksbud, Facebook slash thanksbud, um, chirp at thanksbud.com is the email address if you want to talk to us directly. Take care of yourselves, friends, be good to each other, and we will catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.